Welcome back, everybody, to episode 65 of Slay the Stars. Last time, we got to see what life is like on this starship for Zem and Char. We learned about the potential for astral fishing, made a cool lore, had a nice family dinner with some old and new NPCs, got in a fight with some weird, uh, sparkly ghosts, and now... We're getting ready for bed. Char, you're in your room, getting ready for bed. What's that routine look like for you? Not too dissimilar to how we always prepared for bed when we were traveling. It's just make sure everything's in order. Keep your weapon handy. Hop into, in this case, it's a hammock now, not a sleeping bag, but yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you wear your hand wraps to bed? No. Okay. So, as you are unwrapping your hands, you notice that your knuckles are kind of bruised and broken. It's not from your fight earlier. We're going to flash back to the day before you all set sail on the ship. Zem wasn't the only one who saw her father there at the funeral, was she? No. No. What happened that night? Char waited until nightfall to see if he was going to approach, or if Zem was going to approach her father. And when he realized that it wasn't going to happen, he followed him home. Okay. And you found him. Not at home, but on his ship. Where he always is. Different boat, though. Smaller. Rickettier. Almost like something happened to the previous one. Oh no. <laughs> Wonder what could have happened. So Char waits until he comes back up deck side for last checks. And then without warning, he's just gonna deck him across the face. Alright. You hit him and Kristoff goes down like a sack of bricks. He hits the deck. And he doesn't rebound that quickly. He looks up at you and Oh, oh, what? He's going to healing hands for the hit and then just throw him back against the back of the ship. He doesn't even know what's going on. He's just like, what? Oh, ah, hits the side of the deck. He's like, what? Why why are you here? 20 gold. I don't have any money. You don't owe me money. But you sold your daughter for 20 gold. There's a moment, Char, where it dawns on you that he doesn't quite recognize who you are. And then his eyes widen. And he's like, I didn't sell her. I just gave some yeah, information. Cross the face. You hit him again. And he, again, leans up against the side of the boat to brace himself. And he's just like, if you're going to kill me, man, just kill me. Death would be a mercy for you. And with you, I'm not going to be very merciful. And he's going to, like, sit him up. What you owe me are some answers. What do you want to know? 20 gold. Why? Because I owed it. And you would so easily give up your daughter. Although, she's not your daughter, is she? Roll me an insight check. 16. When you say 
she isn't your daughter, is she? He, like, there's anger in his face. And he's like, she is my daughter. And I didn't sell her. All they wanted to know was how they could find you. I didn't know what they wanted. You're talking about the biggest crime boss in Ocean Guard. They were going to find you anyway, and it was a way for me to clear my slate. You're pretty familiar with crime organizations, aren't you? No, for that you have to talk to my wife. Oh, never mind. And he actually, he gets in his pocket, pulls out a flask, goes to unscrew it. Yeah, 100%, just slapping it into the ocean. I figured. He doesn't even turn to look, and he just (sighs) hangs his head. You said something. The last time you talked to her, and it will be the last time you talk to her. What? That she wasn't lucky. Oh, that I'm not lucky. Why? Because that's what we were promised. If we took her in, we would be lucky. By who? By the man, the one who... I don't know who he was. So only one of you got lucky from that? No, I mean, we we both did. Dahlia got her business, her influence, and her money, and I got my boat and would never want for anything. I could just spend my days fishing. What changed? Sometimes you get everything you want and it doesn't make you happy. What did the man look like? I I don't know. Tall, short. I, I've sat down and I've tried to think of what he looked like a million times and I can't picture it. You're pathetic, you know that? <laughs> you think you're the first person to say those words to me? You need to get your shit together. Or... I will kill you before you try to talk to Zem again. I don't think she wants to talk to me. So you don't have to worry about that. Well, then Shara's going to stand up. Then go drown in a fucking bottle. He's going to leave. Gladly! Hey. Hey, um... Char. Char, that's your name. Um... Just take care of her, all right? I I can't. I never could. He doesn't say anything. He just keeps walking. Puts his hood up. Slicks back into the shadows. Slick? Slink? Slink. Slunk. Slink, slink, slunk. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And we come back to the present. Yeah, but you notice that, like, as he's, if you're, like, looking at him, he's just crying the entire time. He's not thrilled that this is how it happened. Back in the present. Shara, you continue to go about your evening rituals. Zem, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Um, I'm sitting at the desk with my journal out so that I can kind of sketch what I recall of the fight we just had and record that interaction okay while you're doing that and you're writing in your journal 
there's a, a piece of paper sticking out of the back that you had tucked away in there that you wanted to look at later and it catches your attention. You think about it and you pull it open, you unfold it. And it's a piece of Dalius's journal that you found. Now you weren't allowed to bring most of the things you found in Dalius's office with you. That stuff has been left at Stellium so that the people there can figure out what the hell's going on, try to understand what happened. But there was one paper that you brought with you. And on it, he's ranting and rambling again about this mistake he wants to fix, this mistake he wants to fix. And there is a name written at the end. And it just says, Lenore, please forgive me. I'm going to make it right. Hmm. He's never mentioned Lenore. Ever. Kind of like flip through. Hmm. I don't know who this is. That bothers you. Because even through all of it, through what he became, like, he was this important influence in your life and you want to understand you don't have to agree Mm -hmm. you just want to understand so um, looking at the name in the journal uh and i'm gonna take out the pendulum and ask a couple questions all right roll me that intelligence check seven do you want to burn your 19 before the end of the day? I don't need to. It's a natural 20. <gasps> plus your intelligence modifier, which is? Plus four. Plus four. Mm-hmm. So that's what? It's four questions. Are Dalius and Lenore related? You get an affirmative yes. Are they related through blood? You get an affirmative yes. Is Lenore Dalius's sister? You get a no. Is Lenore dead? You get a yes. That's four. Any other divination tools you would like to use tonight? Uh, I'm going to pull out the tarot deck, not to do a reading, just to look at the pictures to see if anything has changed. Roll me an investigation check. Uh, 22. All right. You are going through the cards. And... Zem, you notice a few interesting things about the cards. Now, you know that there there are two cards in the deck that have gone dark. And normally that happens, you think, when something terrible has happened, right? The world card went dark when it was invaded by these 
creatures. Um, the full card went dark when you believe Dell was killed. The tower card was the card where Dalius was pictured, and it was him standing in front of the tower in the white cloak. The tower card has not gone dark, but Dalius is gone from the card. Hmm. Okay. Is the white cloak still there? No. Or is it just, like, all of it except the tower? Yep. No, and now it just looks like a typical tower card in this moment. And Zem, you noticed something else because you rolled very well. The world card that I mentioned, it was not Vela, it was the Celestial Hub itself that had gone completely dark. Um, there is now the thinnest thread of gold that runs through the card. Is it um very thin line of gold? Um is it like a border? Is it in the middle of the card, like vertically or uh, horizontally? It is vertically, but like tilted, almost like an axis. Okay. But through the middle. Yes. Okay. Almost as if a bit of the image is starting to peek back through. For you, this feels like a good omen, like maybe you're on the right path. Okay. Now, would the two of you have made your rooms on the same side of the ship or on opposite sides? Probably same. Mm -hmm. Okay. If anything, right next to each other. You both, at about the same time, hear what sounds like a, like a large marble hitting the ground outside your doors and rolling down one of the planks. Oh, yeah jump throw open the door as soon as i hear that commotion i'm also going to go and open the door okay sure you open your door quickly a second behind you zem opens the door uh and i would like you to roll me perception checks and oh 15 16 okay you don't see anything immediately on the floor outside of the room um, but in the light that is coming down from the stairs outside, because most of the torches and candles and stuff have been snuffed on this floor because people are getting ready for bed, um, there is some light coming down from the ladder that goes to the top floor. You see the glint of a large piece of glass on the ground. He's going to rush up the, you said it was a ladder? Or stairs. Well, so I, I pictured like, like, you know, basement stairs that aren't like finished. They're just boards. Mm -hmm. And that's why I keep going back with like stairs, ladder. It's kind of like the same thing, but more like stairs. Okay. He's going to run up the stairs if he sees a piece of glass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You run up the stairs and when you get to the top, you see Kai is standing in the center of the ship with the helmet on and she hears you and she turns around and she's like, is everything, is everything Okay. With the, he's going to cast the invisibility. Okay. 
You cast the invisibility and you look around. You don't see anything. Did you hear? He's going to like, did you not hear anything or? I didn't hear anything. No. That piece of glass is still there? Yeah. It's at the bottom. Oh, I thought you said it was the top. No, no. It was laying at the bottom of the stairs. The light was coming in from the top. Oh. Where'd that glass come from then? He's going to run back down the stairs and kind of like pick up the glass and kind of see if there's anything else. Yeah, you pick it up off the ground, and it it looks like a shooter marble, like the slightly mm-hmm. larger ones. Um, inside there are some flecks of maybe some sort of like mica to give it a shimmer. It looks like something from like a children's game. What's wrong? He's gonna like flick the marble over to you. I can try to catch it. <laughs> sure, roll me a dexterity check. You could do sleight of hand if you have proficiency in that, but I don't think you do. It doesn't matter. Okay. You try to catch it, and it just sails past and hits the ground. You go over and pick it up. You see the same thing. It's just a marble. I mean, it's pretty, but... I don't think any of us had that when we got on the ship. I can't imagine Dashara had it. I... I don't know. I don't know what to say. Okay, something's off here. I don't like it. First ghost things that attack us in the middle of the day. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, to be fair, we've never been to space before. Is that what's bothering you? Maybe. Well, what what do you want to do? Do you want to search through the ship? Do you want to... Yeah, I'll... Um... I can search for the ship if you want to go back to bed. I'm I'm okay. I mean, I can help you look. Okay. Top down or bottom up? Your call. Top down. Okay. You head back up the stairs and Kai's watching for you and she says, uh, did you find what was going on? Is everything Okay. Do you know if anybody brought marbles on board and he's going to hold up the... Um, no, I mean, I haven't seen anybody with marbles. That's a pretty one, though. Okay, well, here we go. Oh, thanks. He puts it in her pocket. You're supposed to be asleep. Well, we'll, we'll manage. <laughs> Just going to take a, a look around so that we feel better. <laughs> I heard that. <laughs> it's fu- it's funny. Don't don't tell Dashara I told you this, but I know Luteo has been struggling with being out here, and she seems a little. That's also my fault. <laughs> <laughs> she seems a little creeped out as well, and I'm sorry if it's getting to you both, but I don't know. I kind of love it out here. I think it's so cool. Yeah. I I this sounds crazy, but this kind of feels like. Like, I was always supposed to be here. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, when, you know, when Ristos asked me to do this, I was sort of, you know, like, oh, my house is burned down. Why not? But, like, I'm really glad I came. That's good. I'm going to, like, put my hand on her, like, shoulder. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, I haven't seen any ghosts or uh, things like that up here, so I'll keep an eye out, but I think we're okay. Okay. 
clear, I guess. He kind of like saunters down the stairs like, fine. <laughs> Maybe he's crazy. <laughs> so you take the left, I'll take the right? Works for me. Okay. Just sweep. Sweeping. Mm-hmm. Uh, roll me investigation checks. Chim, chimney, chimney. Chim, fucking shit. Four, five. five. <laughs> um, 22. Okay. Seven. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, sure, you're looking around and you're kind of kicking yourself a little bit. Like, am I just being crazy? Like, we are on a ship, sort of. It could just be a marble rolling around. Like, you know, I don't know. And you're not finding anything. Zem, you are. Looking everywhere. Find change in the couch cushion. Yeah. You find, <laughs> find a couple pennies. Uh, but you do notice one strange thing. On, there's like a, like a couch area with a little table in the center. And on the top of the table in the center, there are, there's like a, like an imprint on the table that looks like the like five points, like a hand or something with sharp fingernails or I don't know something something touched it and left a mark. Hmm. That's weird. Could have been there before. I mean, you did just kind of get this table whenever everything was quickly being thrown together for the voyage. It's hard to say, but it is odd. And it hasn't been painted back over. There's no paint in the divots, so they're fairly recent. I'm going to, like, touch it. Mm-hmm. And just see, like, I mean, is it rough? Like, splintery? It's a little splintery, yeah. But when you you touch it, and you're sizing your hand up to it, and it looks smaller than your hand. Like, maybe a child? Yeah, maybe a child. Hmm. This is kind of weird. Yeah, I think I think I'm just crazy. I'm no, sorry. No, come here. Look up. at this. Okay. And like my fingers are there, so you're probably like, great. It's a table. Look, look, and I move my hand. I mean, it's not like that big a deal, but it's just kind of weird. He's like convinced that he's crazy now at this point, so he's mm-hmm. just like, I mean, it was probably there when we left. It could have been. All right, let's just. Get the basement done so I can, you can laugh at me later on. You definitely need a nap. <laughs> Let's go downstairs. You need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> so head downstairs. Okay. So you head downstairs and I would like you to roll me perception checks. I see nothing. (laughs) 25? Okay. I'm watching you because I'm worried. I'm not looking (laughs) around at all. Maybe he's not well. (laughs) Is there like space sickness? (laughs) He's got cabin fever. You've been gone for one day. Someone get him an orange. (laughs) Scurvy. Oh, no. Uh, You head down into the, the lower level. Of the, the ship. It's kind of hard to see down here because it is dark. Um, Why? Well, I mean, you have dark vision, but it's still like shades of gray. It's not like an illuminated room. Um, and you're glancing around. And, sure, things have been moved down here. 
Mm, I mean, we did get impacted and moved a little bit, but I mean, I could tidy up a little bit. It'll start to move everything back to like some kind of normalcy. Okay. You start moving things around, Zem, you're helping a little bit. And just as you go to move one of the crates, Char, you see movement just dart. He's gonna... What the hell is the spell? He's gonna take a ball bearing, cast light, and like flick it into the corner where it ran. Okay. You cast light and throw the ball bearing into the corner. Zem, you immediately glance over. You don't see anything. Char, as you do that, you again see just, like, the briefest flash of movement. He's going to, like, climb up into the rafters again. Like, try to get, like, a top-down view. Okay. Okay. Zam, there's something here. Um, like, like, like a mouse? Like a rat? Like... I don't know! <laughs> well, how big was it? I'd, like, if there's, like, a box that I can jump onto, I'm doing that. Like, how big was it? Zam, what's your passive perception? <laughs> um... A 10. Are you sure you don't want my passive investigation? Nope. <laughs> I don't know. It moved. Well, like, I mean, was it here? I think, here, I think here? the joke is that, like, he's, like, in the rafters. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It moved. Um, Zem, as you are freaking out over the mouse and Char, you are watching. You have to see invisibility up. You see this shape dive out from behind Zem and wrap its arms around her neck. Zem, you feel this thing that feels like the size of like a, a biggish toddler grab a hold of you like a like a piggyback ride and it whispers menacingly in your ear You let her die! You let her die! <laughs> Uh, how tight is he wrapped around my throat? Pretty tight. It's not strangling you, but it is hard for you to breathe and talk. I, I don't know who you mean. <laughs> uh, Shard's gonna, like, immediately cast Warding Bond on Zem. So if she drops to zero hit points, she won't die, just in case. Because <laughs> okay. I don't, it's just like a, oh, fuck, it's a creature and it grabbed her neck. Okay. <laughs> Okay. And then he jumps at it. <laughs> okay. There is a flash of a dagger and you jump at it. And I need you both to roll initiative. You have advantage still. <laughs> Dueling 17s. It's an 18. Dang. What'd you get? 20. <sighs> Wait. Hold on. I was wrong. I'm sorry. 15. Okay. I can math. I swear. All right, so Zem, you are first. I'm going to cast. Mm, I can see arms. Mm -hmm. Does that count for seeing a creature? Sure. I'm going to cast Mind Spike. Okay. I need a wisdom saving throw. That fails. Um. Every time I need to throw D8s, I think, should have had a D8. No. Yes. No. I'm going to forever think of um, that. Now. <laughs> 13 All points right. of what damage is this? Psychic. Psychic damage. And also, 
You know where it is. Yep. You cannot hide, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> that is unfortunate. Shar, <laughs> you are up next. He jumps at it. <laughs> Like from the rafters. Okay. So if there's like a weird like tangle t- tackle game, that's what's happening right Perfect. now. Perfect. So you see the dagger come out. And the moment that this person is about to attack, you see them come into view. And it is a little green goblin person wearing a dark black cloak this time. And Shar, you dive at them. And I I would like <laughs> <laughs> Arthur has exited the building. <laughs> well, we have to I'm wait for him to come back. I'm picturing that, like, this green goblin guy <laughs> is, like, on my back, and then, like, Char's on its back, and I'm going, What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> so, first action. Slap the knife away. <laughs> like out of okay. its hand. Just uh, make me an athletics check. Athletics? 20. Dirty. Yeah. You succeed. You slap the dagger out of the goblin's hand. Yeah. That next slap across the face. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, 17? No. That hits. 16. That hits. Apparently. Does it? I, uh, I mean, I'm just making sure that the armor... Oh, the armor was not equipped. Uh, apparently this still hits because I never upgraded this armor. It's fine, whatever it hits. <laughs> Eight damage. <laughs> <laughs> and because I can, stunning strike. <laughs> oh, no. Was that a wisdom save? <laughs> I think it's a constitution save. Hold on, I just lost it. Um, a con save, DC 16. That's a fail. All right, Stun just separates Zem from this goblin motherfucker. So as you do that, as you peel the goblin off of Zem and, I don't know, place them on the ground and spin them around. Like like picking up a cat by the neck and mm-hmm. just dropping it. It's Del. What are you doing? <coughs> can't. Why? Peek. Uh, can't. Peek. You'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So six seconds go up. And Del just. <sighs> you let her die. You left us there to die and she's dead. Shara's going to cast Domiturgy. What? <laughs> like echoes. And Annan fell at the part. It's been so... You don't even remember. That's how much you care. Shara's going to like crouch down to their, their level. Right? Mm-hmm. There. We also almost died. You should have died to save her. She was the best of us. Sure, I was going to slap across the face. <laughs> Still he- coughing over in a corner, glaring daggers. He's like, you son of a bitch, I'll kill you! <laughs> he goes to punch at you, Char. <laughs> right in the shin. <laughs> Misses. <laughs> Very emotional. <laughs> It's like a child. I'm actually, I'm going to do my, um, what's it called? Revelation. Revelation. Celestial Revelation. I'm going to do that in like, and then I'm going to yell like, Del, 
calm down. I like to imagine that we're like in like a scrap of like scratching each other across the face. <laughs> Del looks at you and is like, all I've thought about since that night is paying you back. We're not your enemy. And you know this. If you want someone to pay for what has been done to not only her and you and all of us, then join us. Don't fight us. God damn it! <laughs> Would have been really crazy if I had actually killed one of you. Yes. One of us might still kill you. <laughs> it's a good thing I didn't have to kill Charges now. Have you been on this ship this whole time? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, I stowed away whenever it took off. From where? From Saltspire. I've been tailing you ever since you left Annenfell. Okay. So you weren't on the ship from Annenfell to the school. No, 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 no. I wouldn't put it past you. Let me get this straight. Mm-hmm. You were there. The whole time? The whole time! The whole time. The whole time. So like when that tree thing attacked us. Yeah, I was watching. It was pretty cool. And the fire at Kai's. Oh yeah, that was bad. And then when this one jumped out a window. Yeah, 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 I saw that. And then the- Your boyfriend's cute, by the way. Whole, I know. <laughs> and then the whole battle. Yeah. Did you do anything? Those were the people, by the way. Oh, yeah, I was I was totally helping, yeah. I don't believe him. <laughs> you know these wings let me detect truth, right? We'll yeah, fuck you, natural 20. <laughs> fuck you, natural 20. Hmm, you. What was it? Deception? Mm-hmm. 16. Gonna be close. Got 15. Don't love that. <laughs> Honestly. Mm hmm. These are my truth teller wings. Look, I was waiting for a, for a moment whenever I could lie and wait and surprise you. You mean ambush? Yeah. I should punt you across this ship. You, you got really lucky that you came down here alone. If it had just been one of you, I would have just... Oh, and fake stabs, just... Char's, like, eyes go black. <laughs> I could still punt you across the ship. <laughs> I'll bite your foot! I don't like I'm that. I'm sorry, I got angry. <laughs> <laughs> mm -hmm. We mourned you. <laughs> no, you didn't. I was there. I was watching you the whole time. Not even a single uh, eulogy. We did, as a matter of fact. Oh, maybe I was going to the bathroom or something when that happened. You know what? I'm going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Do you 
Do you see where we are? I'm going to let my wings go away and I'm going to kneel in front of them and I'm going to take them in a hug. And just, I'm really glad you're not dead. When you get this close to Dell, you can see that uh, they have scars on their neck, on their face, on their arms from whatever they endured when they were in that garden. And they're very tense at first when you hug them. And there's a moment where they relax ever so slightly. And they don't hug you back, but they kind of like lean their head on your chest a little bit. And uh, just like, I've been so lost. I'm sorry. But you don't have to feel lost now because you can join us. We are also lost, but we are finding our way. Shar's walking upstairs. The whole time! (laughs) The whole time! (laughs) I tell you not to antagonize him, but I know that that's not going to do me any good. I'm sorry I tried to strangle you first. It just see I knew he could see me because he could see me the last time, so I thought you were the easier mark. Mm. How do you feel about that now? Like it was still the correct decision. It was still the correct decision. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, was, it was still the correct decision. But I definitely like you more, Zem. Okay. Uh, well, I guess that's as good as it's going to get. Stand up. So where's my room? Sure, it's gone. I'm going to build him a like space with the boxes there. What? That's not fair. I want a room like you guys. You have, you stow away. You get stowaway quarters. No, 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 no. I'll just bunk with Shar. It's fine. No, no, no. Do we have a spare room or no? No. No. (sighs) No, it's fine. I'm fine. Okay, I have an idea. I have an idea. Do you have any more of those cool hammock beds that Shar's sleeping in? I definitely haven't been rooting through your rooms whenever you aren't around. That's why my books are out of order. (sighs) Maybe we could make, like, another hammock, and I could put it up on the top deck, and I could, like, sleep up there. That would be cool. Yeah, you can be the first one to tell us when more of those weird things land on the ship. Oh, those were pretty cool. Those were pretty cool. Uh, we could probably take a sheet or something and make it a hammock. Yeah, let's do that. That'd be fun. Shar's going to take the extra hammock that he had prepared, <laughs> take Dell into his room, set up shop in the corner, and he's going to go to the top deck. Wait, really? Are we friends now, Shar? No! No, I am still angry at you! <laughs> Bunkies! <This is> the <laughs> Bunkies. Shar's like shadow boxing the entire time he walks. I'm gonna, like... <laughs> and he goes to, like, the top of the ship, like, the top of the deck, and he goes out onto, like, the awning, like, the thing that sticks out from the ship, and he just perches himself at the very end of it. <laughs> this feels very Kramer from Seinfeld when he's, like... <laughs> Kai, as you're passing, is like, "Are you are you okay? I heard like a lot of a commotion down there. You look kind of angry." Yeah, I'm great. Everything's great. Did I do something? Are you, you were mad? perfect, and I apologize. <laughs> I did not mean to yell at you. <laughs> and he just keeps walking. I would like when you you were headed up to the top deck, and I was like, "I'm done," and I went into my room, and I'm gonna like climb into bed finally. Just like lay there, like oh my god. <laughs> Zem, through the wall, you hear like a scratching noise. I will clip every single nail 
on all of your fingers and toes. Sam! Sam, can you hear me through the wall? I'm not going to respond. I know you can hear me because I could hear you just now threatening me. (laughs) That menacing breath. (laughs) (laughs) What do you want, Del? Do you think maybe one night we could, I don't know, just, just talk like you and me? Okay. I just, I need somebody to talk to. Like right now? No, it doesn't have to be tonight. Maybe like tomorrow. Okay. Unless you want to talk tonight, that's fine. What do you want to talk about? Nothing, nothing, it's not important. I'm going to go to sleep. I've been sleeping under boxes for a couple days. It's really uncomfortable. Good night, Del. Good night, Zem. <laughs> Good night, Chip Bob. <laughs> <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Lord. I'm going to kill myself. Also, I'm sick, and that voice hurts so bad. I don't know why you chose to do that to yourself right now. That's one of the reasons that I was thinking about not doing this today. (laughs) Which do you want to do? Do you want to go this direction or that direction? This one, this is good. I hope you realize that you're going to have to do that. I know Again. so much all the time. It's going to be great. Um, Char, while you're out perched on the bow of the ship, you're staring off out at this like endless expanse. And you have to remember, the cosmos here isn't necessarily like the sky here IRL on Earth, right? On Earth, on a super clear night in a place without a lot of light pollution, you can see just like endless amounts of stars, billions and trillions, quadrillions of stars. The sky isn't quite as illuminated here. The space, the wild space, whatever we want to call it. Um, These lights, from what you now understand, are probably each individual hubs, and offshooting from those hubs are other planes, but there's not as many It's really just a lot of darkness with pinpricks of lights. And you have a thought that's, were there more? Did those things destroy so many places? What happens whenever all the lights go out? And you get kind of lost in this thought, this kind of negative thought, and it takes you back to directly after the fight in the tower when you wanted answers and most of the people who could give you answers were deceased and you were provided with a solution four chances to speak with the dead and you took them who were the four who you chose to speak with that would have been Dalius Dahlia Corin in Karita. All right. Zem, would you have wanted to be there for these conversations? Hmm. 
Yes, but I'm also afraid, not of the answers, but that I'm not going to be able to control myself and, like, let what needs to happen happen. So I'm probably going to sit back. Okay. I mean, if you have a question, you can ask it. It's not that. I'm more afraid that I'm going to be like, why? And waste it. You know what I mean? Okay. All right, so... As the... I'm assuming that Resos is going to be there for the dailies one as well. Oh, yes. Uh, Resos is asked to be present for all of the questionings. Mm, mm. Um, but if there was one you didn't want her to be there for, I'm sure she would give you privacy. But she's earned my oh, loyalty yeah. and trust. So we go to the moment where these bodies are laid out in the tombs at Stellium. And Resus has asked that this happen so that you had a quiet place to ask your questions and so that the bodies could then be prepared for whatever funerary rites they were given. Are we at the fire safety place? You are at the fire safety place. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, continue. So, uh, Char, you take the lead on this. Resos is over your left shoulder, a couple paces back, just close enough that she can hear, but she's not interfering. Zem is also in the room, but hanging back a little ways. Who are you starting with? I think we'll start with Dalius. But so Zem and Char are going to have a conversation of like what they should ask. Okay. First, before we do any of this. Um, okay. And what does it look like? We talked about the artifact that, uh, Resos has given you to cast this. It's like a little a little totem. And after your four uses of Speak With Dead, it will be gone. It will turn into ash. I assume it's like in Hangman, like you have to draw the body. It's like a little doll. Mm-hmm. And after every use, like a limb falls off. Oh, I kind of love that's that. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. Dope. Uh, Zem's real jealous. <laughs> I, want, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I can be witchy too. It's fine. The last one, the head falls off. <laughs> Speak right. with that. Sorry, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Say what? No, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, Dailies is first, so he's going to use the first casting to speak with dead, and the left arm is going to fall off of the doll. Okay. And just kind of into nothing. As you do that, Dailies' mouth falls open, and... The eyes open, but they're that, like, milky white color, not seeing. And he seems to just be waiting. Okay. Uh, you came into power beyond what you th- what we expected to be possible. Where did you learn it? The head lulls to the side, glancing in your direction. The body says... She came to me. She offered me a way to become more powerful to seek the answers to the questions that I had. What were you trying to change? A death. I wanted to bring someone back but whole. And I wanted to change how it happened. To erase my guilt. Who will pick up from where you left off? I don't know. Maybe nobody. What did you want once you opened the orb? 
I didn't care about that. All I wanted was to be powerful enough to change the past. You had an opportunity to kill Ristos. Why didn't you? I made a mistake. And then the head kind of lulls back the opposite way, and the mouth closes, and the eyes shut. That was vexing. Frustrating. <clears throat> Ristos is like, that was a good chance. Uh, most people waste their first one, but you got some useful information. Yep. Yep, that was... Yep. <laughs> and Shara's just like, I feel like I didn't learn anything. <laughs> this isn't creepy at all. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I'm sure I was going to turn to Zem. Okay, so we're asking why Ambrose? What, are, is there anything specific with that one? Why did she align? Why did she partner? Why did she do what she did? Okay. Ambrose. Well, I'm sure the dead can interpret all of that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he's going to cast Speak With Dead on Dahlia. Okay. Right arm falls off of the doll. Okay. Not Dahlia. <laughs> <laughs> Dahlia's right arm falls off. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn it. <laughs> Why Ambrose? Why him? Her eyes flutter open. She doesn't look at you. She just keeps looking at the ceiling. I thought I loved him. How did you become Zem's caretaker? She was given to us. What task were you trying to accomplish? I was just trying to protect her. You obviously had an emergency savings. Where is it? I left it in a safety deposit box. At the bank. In the spice fair. It's in Zem's name. And at that, the head lulls to the side. And Zem, it actually looks like she's looking at you. Your husband mentioned not being lucky. And he kind of like holds his hands a little bit. What does that mean? Sometimes... What you think you want and what you need aren't the same things. And again, she closes her eyes. Sam, you good? Swallow. Kind of like stretch, try and shake it off. I'm not, but I'm going to tell you that I am. Do you need a minute? No. Okay. All right. Corin is next. The keeper. All right. Okay. He's going to cast speak with dead. Left leg falls off the doll. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> How did you acquire your power? Her mouth opens very abruptly and aggressively. <laughs> Of course it does. <laughs> and her eyes fly open. And she looks at you like a creepy jack-in-the-box. <laughs> <laughs> and she just says, The same way we all do, we swore an oath. 
aside from the Grand Keeper, who or what controls the garden? I don't know. Roll me an insight check. Ooh. 17? Continue. I can get guidance if you want. <laughs> no. Get guided. <laughs> uh, is there a way to undo the power granted to you? If someone renounces their oath, the powers may be removed. But there would be consequences. What are the names of people working with the garden that most people don't know? There's almost this, like, raspy, like, laugh that escapes her throat. It sounds dusty because there's no moisture there. And she's just like... <laughs> I wouldn't tell you that. What members of the garden don't agree with your methods? They're all dead. It doesn't matter. And then her mouth snaps shut. I still hate her. So do I. <laughs> I want to take everyone's left pinky. I'm not doing it, but I want to. I mean, do it. <laughs> I'm not going to stop you. Are you making you. a necklace of pinkies? What is happening? I don't know. This I game is that. getting disturbed. <laughs> 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 okay, last one. And this is the one that I don't know of any questions. It's just going to kind of... Fly by the seat of my pants. <laughs> Sam, did you have any questions you want to ask Karina? I mean, if we don't know what we want to ask her, do we save the right leg of this? Or do we go forward? You can. I will I will allow you to save one use will speak with that if you want to keep this. I mean, if we want to, I'm just I don't know what... I mean, she didn't know. We've asked her in real life. Sure, just kind of hands you the doll. And he just kind of leans over Karina and just starts crying. Just, I'm sorry. I'll put my hand, like, on your shoulder. And with that, we pull back to the present. Sure. Wiping your tears. They're sort of dripping off the edge of this boat into this endless abyss below you. How long are you going to stay out here tonight? Probably an hour or so. All right. When you head back downstairs to go back into your room, Dell is passed out. Snoring like... like It's like a cute snore, though. It's not like super loud. <laughs> They're little, so it's like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just like in the corner. Uh, they have stolen your pillow, though. I'll allow it. <laughs> Zem. Dell finally stops speaking to you through the wall. And you also hear like the... <laughs> through the door. Uh, through the wall, so you know that they've fallen asleep. Anything else you want to accomplish before you go to bed? Um, Did I finish my... I think I got interrupted from my, like, entry in the journal. So I'll just finish that up before I go to bed. But that's all. All right. So, Zem, you curl up in bed. Everybody goes to sleep for the night. 
And that is where we're going to end this episode. Intro music by Isaac Fires. Character designs by Cam Gonzalez. Produced by Leah Hemrick. Graphics designer Jen Kearney. And audio engineer Arthur Polino.